the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, episode of Disconnected. You know, these are the short uh, short episodes that I wanted to throw in uh, every now and then for extra content, mostly when I just had something on my mind. Uh, so, on today's episode of Disconnected, we're going to talk about none other than the D.C. protests, which happened today, January 6, 2021, and we will see if they continue. So, by the time you guys get this uh get this episode which will be january 7th most likely for most of you i don't know i may have it uploaded tonight actually it's it's january 7th now i'm sorry it's past midnight so okay it will be january 7th before anybody gets this episode anywho uh i want to talk about the dc protests and i want to talk about republican politicians and how they are so disconnected from the uh, average person and from the common folk you me uh anybody i interact with anybody you interact with um, Republicans and how they, I think they've just, I think they're lost. I mean, really, I think they're lost. Um, and what kind of spiked this was, um, by really a politician who I like a lot. I uh, think he's a pretty good guy and I, I don't agree with everything the guy has ever said, but that being said, I don't have to agree with everything that every politician says. I, uh, I actually think for myself, uh, more than a lot of people do, I think in today's day and age, um, not saying everybody doesn't, but I, I do feel it. Well, anyway, we can go down the team thing. I've done that before on the podcast. But anyways, um, so I want to talk about Dan Crenshaw. Now, I got a little clip. I want to play the clip for you guys here in just a, a minute. Um, and some of you guys might be thinking, what the hell? Dan's a good guy. And I, like I said, I like Dan. I have nothing against him. But I think he's a little disconnected. Uh, just like I think a lot of Republican uh, politicians are, disc are disconnected. And, uh, you know, it, it comes from the protest. So, you know, we'll, we'll fa uh, rewind back to um, over the summer when uh, the, uh, the the Antifa and Black Lives Matter protests were, were running rampant. They were destroying Portland and D.C. and New York and I don't know, you name the city. Um and, you know, a lot of the Democratic mayors, they always said things along the lines of, you know, hey, we support people's right to protest. And there was even, like, I think, Andrew Cuomo or his brother, I don't know. One of them said something like, who said protests were supposed to be uh, peaceful and, and, and whatnot? And, you know, a lot of Republicans, a lot of people that lean right, you know, they kind of made fun of them for that. And uh, made fun of those Democratic mayors because, you know, as soon as... Um, those protests got too close to their residence. They started freaking out, and all of a sudden, protests weren't allowed anymore, and or you know, allowed around around their residence. And that's when the the defunding defunding of the police stopped, and and you name it. And, and you know, a lot of like I said, a lot of right wing people, a lot of Republicans, a lot of people like myself, we've made fun of those people. But today, 
I mean, Twitter was like, was a storm, and so was Instagram, about, it was Republican politicians tweeting things like, okay, it's enough, you guys need to stop, um, this isn't patriotic, violent protests aren't patriotic. Well, f- well, first of all, this protest wasn't violent, violent at all, violent. <laughs> this protest wasn't violent at all, except for the one white woman who was shot by a cop and she is dead. And that's very sad. But like compared to any protest that happened this summer, th- this is like the most nonviolent protest ever. Because this summer, like literal buildings, capital buildings in different uh, cities were being burnt to the ground or, you know, torched, graffitied, small businesses destroyed, places looted, um, you know, so much property was damaged. Not to mention people actually did die or get assaulted. Um, there was many times when, you know, MAGA dudes, you know, they, they got the shit beat out of them and it was not a big deal ever. But all of a sudden this one protest that's been done by conservative slash right wing people has become violent when a cop in DC is the one who really enacted the violence. They, 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 you can't even say they broke into the Capitol building. Cause guess what? Newsflash. The Capitol building is owned by us. We're the fucking people that fund that building. So really, we just kind of went into something we already own. Um, anyways, so that, like I said, this thing kind of started around Dan Crenshaw when I first started having these thoughts. And in the clip, he kind of talks about how it's not patriotic and and stuff like that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip now, and then we'll talk about it here in a second. It's atrocious. You know, we're we're watching our fellow American storm the Capitol. And what disturbs me the most about seeing some of it is these American flags being carried in, as if this is some patriotic duty. Well, I recall wearing an American flag on my shoulder as I stormed my enemies, the, 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 the enemies of our nation. That's what the flag is for, to defend this country against our enemies. The people in this capital are not your enemy, right? These are our fellow Americans. This is not what you do and call yourself a patriot. There's nothing to be proud of here. This is not okay. It should be condemned to the to the fullest extent. And I'm just I'm just saddened. I think more than anything, and disappointed by what I've seen. It's unacceptable. Congressman, what what do you say to the people who point to the rally that happened today and what was said at that rally, and say that it was igniting what had already been stirred up, but it was really really stirring it up to produce what happened. So many hyped up this day as this day of reckoning, as this as this big win that would happen. So many told, so many people said this would be the last stand, the last fight, the last the last effort to win back the republic. It's our 1776. When you use that kind of language, you should not be surprised that people tend to believe it. And a lot of people saying it thought this was a game, right? And they, now to them, it was all performative politics. But to others who were misled and and deliberately angered. This was real, and it became very real, and it's not okay. You know, and and I want to say something else here. This is exactly what we could expect every four years if we were to deem this process constitutional. This process is not constitutional. The founders envisioned this. They knew that if you put power within a single body, then that power or, or that body would receive all sorts of pressure to do what people wanted it to do. This is why we diffuse power to the state 
to choose electors and elect a president. This is exactly what we could expect every single time. If we decide that this process is constitutional, this objection process, and we decide that Congress can simply overturn electors, we're seeing it play out right before our eyes. Many of us have said this all along. This is why you can't do this. You cannot set this precedent. But we did. And we have to stop it. This is a deeply unconstitutional process. I wanted President Trump to win. But... I, as a member of Congress, cannot overturn an election. This is fundamentally what this is about. It doesn't mean that people's anger about election irregularities and the, and the bad processes that we see in many states are invalid. Those are very, very valid concerns, and they must be addressed. But we must address them in the right way. We have to change laws at the state level. There needs to be a, a, a year 2000 Florida awakening for each of these states where we clean it up and we give people certitude that their vote really counts. There's nothing more important in this democracy, but there couldn't be a worse way to solve it than by what happened today. Okay, guys, so that's the clip right there. Um, to the If at the end of that clip, I don't disagree what he's saying about uh, Congress overturning the electors, um, because when, when Congress does get that power, um, you know that, that, that does go south real fast. But that's not what this video is about. Uh, it's really about the beginning of the clip, and he was talking about how it's unpatriotic for those people to be in D.C. storming the Capitol building, and they're not our enemies. Well, the problem is, man, and this is like the whole disconnection from the liber or sorry, from the Republican Party. Your own people do not like you anymore, and you guys can't even see that. Pence was tweeting today that it's time to go home or something like this is not patriotic. I mean, something along these lines. Same thing Crenshaw just said. And, and they're talking about how they're not the enemy. I'm sorry, when tyranny becomes law, what we become, we, we, we want to fight back. That is what this country was set up about. So I disagree with him highly saying that those people aren't our enemies because those people are our enemies. Until they remember that they work for us, until they remember that they are public servants and we fund everything they do, we fund uh, all their raises, you know, we fund the fucking seat that they sit in, the computer that they're on, the food that they're eating while they're in there. We, we the taxpayers funded that. And until they remember that, they will continue to be our enemies. Um, and that's a big disconnection. It's a huge disconnection from the Republican Party because they can't even see that their own people don't even like him anymore. Um, and I, I'm not saying all Republicans are like that as far as politicians. And I'm not saying Dan's like that 100%. But obviously there's something there or he wouldn't have made that statement. I think it's time to, 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 to take a step back and to, and to refocus. The Republican Party has a ton of revamping to do uh, to kind of, I guess, reset and maybe in 2024... Um, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, guys, you know, big disconnection between, uh, that kind of mentality between the people, um, you know, a lot of people in Congress, they've done forgotten that the, who the, who they work for. And, uh, those, th there's a lot of pe they've made a lot of enemies, a lot of enemies with the people. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, so that was it for this uh, episode of, uh, Disconnected. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will have another, uh, podcast, regular podcast episode coming out probably this week and early next week. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Also make sure you guys go check us out on, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is at up the Creek pod and Twitter is, uh, at, uh, up, up the Creek one, one that is at up the Creek one, one. Uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, see you later.